Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about Call of Duty no longer being on PlayStation. Ah, gasp! But Phil Spencer just said that it was going to be on the PlayStation platform. <laughs> he did, but he did not specify for how long. <sighs> yeah. This, dude, like, this, I, I, it's very interesting to talk about this because, like, this is all... I don't know. It's 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 fascinating. It's interesting, and like the whole like back and forth of it all is really, uh, you know, very fascinating to watch. Watch uh, these two companies spin things. Yep, yep. Um, so we will uh, we'll talk about that um, uh, a little later. But first, John, what have you been up to this week? Man, so I've been up to a couple things. I'm going to talk about one in in you know in uh, a little bit later, but uh, Chris, as as the usual, since the game has come out uh, to Xbox platforms at least, because I wasn't there at the at the PlayStation, I wasn't on a PlayStation platform at launch. Rocket League, I'm back in Rocket League. Um, around the hol- Halloween season, I end up like back in Rocket League. It's a little earlier this this year than it was last year, but. I'm back on I'm back on board for this one. I uh, I actually had some like I guess they gave me like enough of the like the the credits, the V-Bucks, whatever the V-Bucks equivalent is over on Rocket League. They gave me enough to buy a battle pass at one point and I just never did. Um and so now I'm on board and I'm I'm in the battle pass. Um I suspect it was because they gave the people who uh bought the game originally the like enough money to buy the battle pass whenever it went free to play. I think that's kind of like what happened. Um and so now I'm on board, Chris. I'm I've got the battle pass. I'm going to I'm going to rock out some stuff. There's some cool stuff in it this time. Um and uh and I'm back back in the old Rocket League. That's wild. Yeah, I mean I, so I uh, I think I had mentioned a few this is probably a month or two ago at this point. I had gotten back into Rocket League for a hot second and then bought the Battle Pass and literally played it for maybe two weeks and I was done. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that that sometimes happens too. I still have the Battle Pass for Multiversus and uh, and would like to kind of get to the top of it because of the Bugs Bunny outfit that's on there. There's the, uh, it's the old uh, opera, opera Bugs over there. Um from the one where it's the Wagner episode, you know, um, with Elmer Fudd, but I probably won't make it to the top of that, even though that lasts until like December as well. Um, because it's just, they don't like, it's not an easy one to get through. And that's always the balance is like, okay, whenever a new game launches and it has a battle pass, it's like, okay, how quickly do these tiers like roll off? Am I talking like one per day? Am I talking like a couple of matches? It's, not fast. Yeah, it's it, and so like just generally in in like Apex, I can roll through like a tier a day like if I, and, and a lot of times I can just like rock the dailies in like two or three matches and so like it's very generous in in its uh in its offering and most other games are not. Uh and so Multiverses is very very much not. Um 
you can you know be sitting on the same like four daily uh daily things for so long so many matches and so like i just kind of like fell off of uh off of that one but we'll see how rocket league goes i want to do the ranked stuff like i used to i want to get like get my tier up as high as it can go in the season see what happens um that's all, 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 all super fun to me. Also, Chris, because it is the uh, Halloween, like, oh, we're getting into the spooky season, the Bioshock collection, remast- like the Bioshock remastered, Bioshock 2 remastered, does that one remaster too? And then Bioshock Infinite, so whatever that collection is, was on sale, and so I, I picked that up, and uh, I'm planning on uh, trying to play through some, some, some Bioshock in the, uh, the spooky season, as it were. Nice. That's awesome. The question I have for you, Chris, have you played Bioshock 2 at all? I have not played Bioshock 2, just Bioshock 1 and Infinite. I need to. I have that collection, hmm. and uh, I need to uh, to do that sometime. Supposedly, but, the um, DLC for Bioshock 2 is better than the main game of Bioshock 2. Um, but I also, like, I haven't played Bioshock Infinite either, and I'm just like, I'm wondering where to jump in, because I played Bioshock 1, and like I, but I, I can't remember if I c- like completed it. I got way, I got past like the twist, like, and, and things like, like I got to where I, I knew what was going on, but I don't know if I actually like technically rolled credits on the game. Um, I don't remember. And then additionally, if I skip to like one of these other things, it's like, okay, well, I, I, I kind of want to play the first one again, but I, I anyway. We'll see how it ends up, uh, but I will probably dip in and out of uh, of these games in the next month or so. Mm, yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what have you been up to this week, Chris? Um, all right, so uh, yeah, you mentioned multiverse. That's really the main thing I've been up to uh, is multiverse. And um, you mean I don't multiverses? Know. Is that what it's called? Yeah, multiverses. Multiverses, whatever. I <laughs> I have I've been playing it and never realized that dumb name. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I uh, I've been playing that a lot. I I go back and forth on it. Um, it's uh, like what I what I don't like right now is um, I feel like anyone who's playing. If I'm up against anyone who's on mouse and keyboard, somehow they are infinitely better than what I am mm. doing on on controller. Um, and so there's some kind of like balance there that is just, and maybe it's the fact I'm on Wi-Fi and they're not, I, I, who mm. knows? I don't know, but it's like the, there's not an even playing field in, in the way that I feel like there is on, uh, like call of duty, for example. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know what that is. I don't know why it just, just it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's, yeah. that, that's what feels like is happening. And then it's, it's entirely dependent on, cause I, like I said, I could play, um, other modes, but it's entirely dependent on like who you're paired with, yeah, as, as well, yeah. And so, like, I mean, and it's luck of the draw. There's no, it doesn't feel like there's skill based matchmaking happening. It feels very just like, hey, whoever's in here is getting, you know, you're just randomly uh, facing off against, you know, possibly the best player in the entire game. <laughs> sure, um, sure, yeah. And the so, interesting like, thing I, about about the the, the not skill based matchmaking is that even if it is skill based matchmaking. And the same thing is true like with like Apex sometimes. Even if it is skill-based matchmaking, it all comes down to what character the like you choose. Cuz like if if you're not like so for instance, if I'm not my main on multiverses, my like uh, skill level is going to plummet. You know, you know, it's like this is like the fifth game that I've ever played with a character. It's it's going to be awful. Regardless of how like it 
like my, my past 10 matches might be the next match. I might choose a care, a new character and then just be like, it's just a terrible choice, you know? So it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. The skill-based matchmaking, you're right. Doesn't seem to really exist with that game. And I don't know how it, you would try really. Yeah. It like I'm trying to think of the best way. I mean, I, it, I think that they could do it. Like mm-hmm. and just like we're just rank, like, I mean because like Rocket League does it. Um, if you are in ranked play, um, and if it, like maybe just have two lobbies the same like hey if you're just casually yeah. just like messing around you just want to do whatever and it would force a lot of those hardcore players over into a ranked lobby. I think they're like they're that. going to launch a ranked lobby soon, but they just so don't maybe have that'll it clean yet. things up. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, yeah. Uh, or, or or also prioritize via like. Uh, connection type, let me turn off cross-play. Yeah. Like, some other options in there like, yeah, be- so I can kind of control my experience. Being able to turn off cross-play is a pretty big staple these days with, like, all of the cross-play that exists. Um, like, yeah, I can do that on Apex. You can do that on, like, Call of Duty. Like, what if you really want to, you can do it on, on most things. So it is surprising that, like, that game, it's like, uh, you can't or, like, it's not, like, easy to do. Um, I guess like my point with the whole skill based thing is that like because it's character based like even on Apex it's like if I'm not if I'm not being the the character that I am most skilled with then my skill level is going to be lower and so it's like that like the skill based matchmaking might be like hey this person's real good but you're like for some reason you choose your worst character <laughs> I mean I think so. you could you you could you, I think but that even that's better than you know like yeah. just just go off of Go off of their win loss percentage, you know, like sure. just the overall like kind of stats. And if you you know have this character that you you totally just destroy with, yeah, you're you're gonna get ranked against harder people. But then you're using like you're actually that good. I don't yeah. know. There's there's, yeah. there's a way to do it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. At least they haven't you know, nailed it. Definitely no. haven't nailed it. Um. And and then I think the other thing is like I'm still trying to figure out with it. You know the the battle pass pr- progression. You know I don't feel like it. It, it doesn't. Um, you don't progress uh, through your levels very quickly. Now your character levels you progress through pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, which is nice because you start to unlock other abilities. But then um, unlocking other characters unless you pay for them doesn't happen pretty very quickly. And I'm not a huge necessarily fan of that because I kind of just want to unlock all the characters, but I also don't want to spend a hundred dollars to unlock all the characters or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 really expensive to unlock all the characters. Uh, so like you know that's money. I'm just not. I'm not a. I like free. Hear me, hear me say. I like free to play games. I mean, Fortnite was one of my favorite games. I love uh, Call of Duty Warzone, but like. Um, in those instances, what I'm unlocking are entirely cosmetic mm-hmm. uh, items. I don't like characters that play differently being completely locked behind yeah, a paywall and not having like a kind of straightforward way. Cause like apex does that, but like I, the, the credits, it's like a separate currency altogether that unlock characters. They're like character tokens. And so like every three months they unlock a new character, but by in that three months, if you play any reasonable amount at all, you're going to have enough of those tokens to unlock the next character. You know what I mean? Like, so like yeah. if it was easier to get those tokens that unlock those characters, it would be, 
feel a little bit a little bit better. The other thing I pointed out uh, a, week, a few weeks ago on the podcast, whenever I was uh, whenever I was talking to Cody, was that in the battle pass, the surprising thing to me was that you don't get the premium currency as you progress through the battle pass. So by the end of this battle pass, if you if you put in the time to complete it, you don't then have enough credits to buy the next one. Like so in my mind that's bad for the company and bad for the game because you're going to lose a lot of players at the end of this battle pass they're going to get done with this battle pass and be like all right i guess i'm out i gotta you know keep feeding the you know feed the meter on this thing um with the ten dollars every every you know few months and so some people are just going to like check out of it um rather than like inevitably with with Fortnite or with apex or with uh rocket league by the end of your battle pass you have enough credits to buy the next one and so you're like why not <laughs> yeah i love Yes, all that. Like uh, you know, I don't. And we'll see where this goes. We'll see how they how they handle it. Right now, like I, I'm enjoying the time I'm, pl- I'm playing with it. But like, uh, like I unlock Superman, for nice. example. I don't enjoy playing Superman. What? Uh, it's it's just he's just not a fun he's not a fun character to okay, me. Okay, so then who is your main? Like who who? Well, who right now, like I think because uh, don't, don't you like automatically start with Wonder Woman? Yes. So I've been rocking Wonder Woman, and okay. I've been trying. Okay. I've been trying, and I like her a lot. But then, uh, and I've been trying other like uh, characters out as they kind of rotate through the free uh, three characters that you can you can play as. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and uh, I like her. Um, I like uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is um, great. I have our Harley Quinn just unlocked. Like I unlocked Harley Quinn. Yes, I like Batman. Nice. Um, Batman's pretty fun too. Yep. That, that batarang uh, is real important. Yes, um, but but again, so like I just kind of early on unlock Superman. I'm like okay, and then I start playing as him. I'm like this is not fun. I you don't know what like though, him. Chris? Mm. Superman has one of the most op things in the game. In that flying? No, it's his breath. It's his it's oh, his freezy breath. breath. Yeah, oh, you unlock a that. freezy breath later on, and uh, you can it, like you can unlock things that stack the the status uh, condition. And so, literally, I've played matches with uh, with Superman that have lasted all of like forty seconds, because it's like Superman's just blowing his breath, and you just can't really move, and then he just smashes you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to figure out how to do that because uh, right now, I do not enjoy him. Super OP. <laughs> Um, the uh, the character I've been rocking a lot with. I also unlocked Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and Bugs Bunny is a blast. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, the, he he rides a, a giant rocket across the screen or up. You know, he uh, he puts like a, a target on the floor and a, and a safe drops from the sky. It's great. There's a lot a lot of great great Bugs Bunny things. It's basically all about like dodging and laying traps for people. <laughs> I'm gonna have to gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to to tr- to try to try bugs as well. I mean, this is but here's the thing. I want to try them all. Yeah, I no. want to like rotate through all of them. Yeah, but I, again, it's just and maybe I'll break down and just buy it all. But you know, I do wonder if the rotation is like slow, like because like it doesn't seem like they rotate too like very frequently. It seems like it's it's like a few days too long where it's like ah man, I want to try another character, but it's not hasn't rotated yet. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the rotation, what the rotation duration really is, like what the how long they're on each of the characters. Uh, but that's what I've been up to this week, John. Well, cool. Well, we're gonna talk about some Sony and uh, and Xbox drama in a little bit. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> Do, 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 do. 
Chris, yes. what is your pick of the week? So my pick of the week is uh, something that has been out for a while that like maybe people have, uh, have listened to or uh, know about, but it's a podcast called Smartless with um, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes. And uh, it's uh, basically just them interviewing interesting people interesting people their friends people that they uh that they think are are uh are fun or funny or something i mean it's pretty straightforward this is kind of like you know it's, it's basically like uh where they just talk about whatever they want to talk about there's no like you know set format necessarily there you just talk about stuff it's uh usually around an hour and uh, it's just it's just great mainly because jason will and sean are all hilarious um, and they do a, a great job, like bringing out um, a lot of the the fun stuff um, uh, and fun aspects of their guests. I'm trying to pull it up. I had it pulled up a while ago. I'm trying to pull it up to uh, to look at the to give you kind of like okay, here's kind of the list of people. Okay, so who I've listened to, uh, Ewan McGregor was just on. Uh, that was a great interview. Jack Black, I I listened to him. Um, Charlie Day. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, Dave Grohl, uh, Rob McElhinney, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, that's who who I'm through so far. But they they started this back in uh, 2020, um, and they've been going every single week since then. So like they're not numbered. I don't know how many episodes there are, but that's like what uh, June of 2020. That's two years, just over two years worth of. Uh, weekly episodes. Yeah, it's a decent um, backlog. And that's the thing I was going to ask was like, okay, so how many people are we talking? Because being able, uh, in a lot of cases, it's like, okay, you you might hear like the concept of it and be like, oh, I like the concept of the podcast. But then if like, if the first person that like, if the only like four episodes and you're like, ah, none of these people really like hit me. But like, it sounds like because they have like just a lot you might be able to just like pick and choose and then like, well, and you know, he, yeah. Fill and, in and here's gaps. the thing. Like it, I mean, it, and this is just, I mean, just, you know, if you're interested in entertainment and you're listening to this podcast, like obviously you are like, you're going to like, uh, you know, most of these people, I mean, I'm just going to, let me just, re, I'll just, I'll start at the, the most recent and I'll just go down. John legend, Hugh McGregor, Keenan Thompson, Sean Levy, uh, arcade fire, Kerry Washington, Jordan Peele, uh, James Burroughs, Jack Black, Jeff Bridges, Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, Kristen Wiig, Ben Stiller, John Mulaney, Mike Mike. You know, so these are all people that like, yeah. you know, they're in the movies and things that we love. Sure. And uh, they run in this, you know, like the same circles. And, and this is the thing. I, I, I've known about the podcast for a while and I didn't really like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just another interview show. And like, yes, mm-hmm. it is. But it's also like because it's Will Arnett and Jason Bateman, like they, they, they uh, know like these people personally, they know how to like pull out these stories and pull out the stuff. It's just, it's really, really good. Yeah. I've, I've been, you know, really enjoying it. Um, and I, and I'm, I, I, this is the other thing I like about it. You can hop around from mm-hmm. episode to episode and it doesn't really matter. Like there's no continuity between them. They don't really even reference other episodes that much. Which, well, I would imagine uh, like whatever guests they have on there, haven't heard a lot of the other episodes. So, you know, sometimes so, they like, have like the Ryan Reynolds one, like he, he's been listening to it, yeah. you know? So like there's some funny stuff there, but like for the most part, they don't really reference each other. And so he, it, it's not necessarily a, a detractor. It's just the fact that I can jump around. I, I like yeah. that. I don't have to listen to ones. I don't want to listen to if I don't want to listen to it. So. That's great. That's great. 
That's well, dude, that's that, smartless. That's, that's cool. Smart lists. Yeah. No, smartless. Smartless. Smart like less smart. Like less smart. Okay. That, All yes. one word. Smart I'm glad less. we clarified because I was going to end up on some like, I was going to end up like on uh, <laughs> how to use your smart lists in Alexa or something no, like no, that. No. You know, I was going to like. Straight up smartless. <laughs> I'm going to, I was going to finish, finish, finish whatever I was going to listen to and be like, man, why that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thought Will Arnett was in this. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh oh. And, and, and if you're, you should definitely listen to the Hugh McGregor one. Um, he talks about Star Wars. He talks about a lot of you know, it's it's good. Anyway, they're Love all it. good. Love it. What's what's your pick of the week, John? My pick of the week this week, Chris, is Amazon's Rings of Power. Oh, did you watch it? I did watch it. The first two episodes are out. Um, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting the next episode, Chris. And let me tell you, this show is really good. Um, it is far better than I expected. Like I went into this thing cause I was like, okay, like this is, this is, you know, probably pulled from like a few paragraphs of something in like the, the appendixes of the Lord of the Rings that J.R. Tolkien wrote. And it's like, and it is right. Like it's pulled from like, f- pulled from like small things and they're expanding these, these uh, different things out and like creating, you know, their take on what this like, f- few pages or a few like things of the history of, of middle earth is, but dude, it's really good. (laughs) So here's my question. And I haven't like, uh, I, I have every intention to watch this, but here's my question. Yeah. Is this based on anything Tolkien wrote? Yes. What is this based on? So it's not based on the Silmarillion. This is actually after the Silmarillion, but it is like, like I said, it's like the, it's like certain appendixes. Like there are, there are like, so for instance, Man, I don't know if I want because it could be a spoiler if you're like you're not into it. Okay, so Galadriel's story in this, uh, in the first like couple episodes that I watched, um, it it takes place like it's basically expanding out like and dramatizing and putting on screen two paragraphs that I have read uh, of of Galadriel's story from back in the day. Like, okay, well, why did she come over from Valinor? to fight in the the battles with the Silmarils and like all of those things. And then, so like they kind of like bring that up and they dramatize that a little bit. And it's like, okay, then why is she still there whenever uh, Frodo is coming through and stuff? And so like, it kind of dramatizes that aspect of things. Um, they went some directions that I didn't, didn't expect, but loved whenever they happened because I didn't like, it was like, Oh, I kind of know. I know these two paragraphs. I know why she's doing this thing. I know what happens. I know that she like, it's a spoiler so skip ahead 60 seconds if you don't want to hear it but she chooses not to go back to to valinor at one point and in order to stay in middle earth right and to lead the rebellion against you know whatever there and so that is dramatized in like the first episode and like the choices that they make with that is like are are very cool um and i i appreciate them um but it's like that was something that tolkien wrote and in like two paragraphs of like hey she chose not to do this thing, blah, blah, blah. And that's why whenever she tries to take the ring from Frodo or doesn't try, she chooses not to take the ring from Frodo. She says, and now I can travel across. I'll fade into fade into the West or whatever. Like she then is able to be, to go back to Valinor because she chose not to the first time. Um, and so this like has that in it, like has that, that 
dramatizes it, tells you like about like why she would have chosen not to and things. So it's uh it's very cool. There's other characters that are in it that are in the Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, so like just be expecting some other other characters to show up. I don't like this. This is not like a uh, prequel to the like Lord of the Rings movies or by any means. Um, it's kind of it's just its own thing. So uh, which is really cool. All right. Well, uh, I uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I love Lord of the Rings, and uh, I, I think you'll uh, love this. I think I think you'll love this. Um, the the music Bear McCreary, so it's it's really good, um, and the uh, the cast is fantastic. Like man, this is this is like this is great, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm I'm you know I'm excited to see what happens. I'm anxious. Like I'm I'm like this is like destination viewing. Wherever it goes up, I'm gonna watch it. So. I'm right there. That's awesome. All right, so uh, your pick of the week is Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and mine is the podcast Smartless. All right, John, time for our, our main segment. All right, so um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about um, Call of Duty coming to uh, Game Pass, and um, it was uh, it was something that, uh, at the time, it was like, okay, cool. Like, this is coming to Game Pass. It's, it's a benefit for um, Xbox players, and it's still coming to uh, PlayStation, which feels like a, a very pro gaming uh, gaming industry move. And so, um, honestly, when I when I read this, I was I was kind of surprised. So let's I want to read through this, and then let's talk about it. Uh, this is a uh, um, an article from GameIndustry.biz by Christopher Dring. Um, the title, PlayStation Xbox's Call of Duty offer was inadequate on many levels. So, Microsoft has promised to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for three years beyond the current agreement between Activision and Sony, says PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan. In a statement provided to GamesIndustry.biz, Ryan says the offer was, quote, Inadequate on many levels, end quote. The disagreement between the two companies follows Microsoft's offer to buy Call of Duty publisher Activision Blizzard in a deal worth nearly $69 billion. The deal is currently being scrutinized by comp- uh, competitions regulators with the UK regulator, the Competition and Markets Authority, concerned over the possibility of Microsoft, quote, withholding or degrading, end quote, Activision Blizzard's content from other consoles or subscription services. Last week... Xbox revealed that it had, quote, provided a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with feature and content content parity for at least several more years beyond, uh, quote, beyond Sony's existing contract with Activision. I don't know where the first quote was. Oh, here we go. Sorry, I'm going to read this again. Last week, Xbox revealed that it had, quote, provided a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with feature and content parity for at least several more years, end quote, beyond Sony's existing contract with Activision. Xbox said this offer, quote, goes well beyond typical gaming industry agreements, end quote. The current deal between Sony and Activision Blizzard around Call of Duty is believed to cover the next three releases, including this year's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. However, Sony says the offer fails to consider the impact on PlayStation gamers. Ryan stated, quote, I hadn't intended 
to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on all on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. That's the end of the article. So, John. man, lots of thoughts, lots of thoughts, lots of thoughts. Yeah, what are, what are your uh, what are your initial thoughts? Man, so there's there there's two things here. If the deal goes through, like, so if the deal is like, hey, yeah, let's, you know, Microsoft is like acquires Activision and next year we're sitting here and Activision is basically just an arm of, of Microsoft and their game studios, um, like we kind of expect to happen, right? Like, I mean, we, we like so far aside from the UK, like questioning it a little bit, like we haven't had very much like indication that this is something that's not going to go through. Um, but like if that happens and at some point down the line Microsoft is like you know what we're going to start publishing some Call of Duty stuff and some like Activision Blizzard stuff exclusively to Xbox platforms and to PC which is like their their dual kind of thing is that everything's both on PC and Xbox these days so if they decide to do that, that's totally within their rights. Like they own, they own that company, right? Like that's like any, any amount of like a, Hey, yeah, we're going to give this, this, you know, let you publish this over here. Like even to the point of like, just like the Bethesda thing, like where it's like, okay, the next fallout or the next Skyrim, it's like, if that ends up on other platforms, it's either because it's going to make them way more money that way, or they're just being cool about it, you know, towards to gamers. Like, I understand that at the same time, whenever, whenever, uh, Phil Spencer did make these comments about like, Hey, yeah, we're going to make sure that this is, uh, these, these games are available on PlayStation platforms. It did seem like it was just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's no question. These are going to be on those platforms when clearly that's not necessarily behind the scenes accurate, um, to some extent. Yeah. Because didn't, didn't Phil talk about like, um, in his statement, he he referenced Mojang and yeah. and and they haven't restricted Minecraft from being anywhere. Now there are other Minecraft properties that are not multi-platform. Most like, of them are though, even on Switch. Them, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, like I was thinking about like the, the dungeon. It wasn't Minecraft Dungeons or whatever it's, it's called. It's on Switch. Like, <laughs> that's on Switch. Yeah. Okay, I take that back then. It's weird, man. Um, for him it's to real, reference that. It, it's real weird. I like, I, and I also like wonder how, like, okay, yes, maybe they had the discussion, but like, you know, kind of what I wonder is like, is Phil, like, do they want, you know, compensation from, are they trying to work out a yeah. deal? Is it like you a know, negotiating like saying, hey. tactic almost? Exactly. The other thing, the other question that I had was like, is it because, so he came out with that statement and that big blog post shortly after the UK, like regulatory agency questioned it. Which and is, so, like, was yeah. was he putting that out and being like, "Hey, we're totally not going to do the monopolization of of gaming. Like, that's not what we're about." And like, in response to this one thing, and now, uh, you know, and and I guess Jim Ryan sees that and is like, "Hey, listen, you didn't we just have a conversation where you were trying to monopolize gaming in three years? You know." Well, uh, like, uh, yeah, we're. I I just I think we're missing some kind of detail here because I'm I'm <laughs> like I'm I'm reading this statement and um. 
Well, number one, I want like I I want I need to better understand why when both of these are uh, companies based in the U.S., why the U.K. regulatory agency has anything to do with it in the first place? They can't you know keep them from legally. They can't keep two American companies from merging. No, they can say they can't do business in in the U.K. That's it. Yeah, but like cool, like I mean, whatever. I mean. Anyway, I, I mean that's the, the, it. Like you, you, you would essentially at that point then have to spin off the company into like a a uh, UK division on that which like I, operates which, on its own. Which I also like. This is what you do when you acquire a game company. So I'm kind of like the even though what the 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 regulatory agency is afraid of happening. It's like I would understand if this was like the only third party game company you know what i mean yeah i mean like they're not worried about it whenever you know playstation acquires bungie they're not you know like well and they weren't you know they didn't worry about it too much whenever uh, microsoft bought bethesda i think like there is just like there is this element of like there is a threshold like where it's like oh are you acquiring like the entire market you know but they're but they're not but they're not like yeah if this was like if they're like hey yeah we're sucking up activision and ubisoft and ea and it's like holy crap what is happening and like like, so for now at least what we know of their plans for now this is where it ends but it's like you know it i think like i i think that's why i say like i don't think like there's any indication this is not going to go through but like questioning it is also fine like i'm also fine with them being like I'm not, the I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not saying they shouldn't question it. I'm saying none of like on either. Like yeah. what, what actually surprises me more is and and like we kind of talked about it is is the fact that like hell yeah everything's gonna remain everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like really? Yeah. <laughs> and and sim- simultaneously they said the same thing about a lot of Bethesda games, right? So like they said like oh yeah no Fallout's not gonna go anywhere and neither is neither is the Elder Scrolls game. Guess what the next game is? It's you know from their main studio. It's exclusive. It's it's Starfield. <laughs> Starfield. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they. Yeah, and and they're they're pretty like you know they hedge the way they say it with like hey the next one or the things that are currently on platforms won't like with Bethesda they kind of worded things like that. Yeah. And well, and, and, and here's my thing like I, you know I I am. Um, I'm for whatever uh, makes the most sense for the gaming industry, and I like I tend to be more on the side of like just put everything everywhere and let you right. play, let people play on the the the, uh, the systems that they want. However, mm-hmm. I do understand the side of like okay, well then why would Microsoft even w- need or want to buy Activision in the first place? Yeah, why would they have any game studios at that point? Exactly. Um, and I think the answer is like Game Pass, you know, in in t- right. like in today's market, is that like, hey, you know, we want people over on our subscription service, and so like we're gonna, you know, be fine, you know, because they're also fine with people playing on PC, and they don't like sell PCs. <laughs> exactly. So no, yeah, yeah, and you don't, yeah, you don't have to anyway. You don't like, have like uh, a specific box that you buy over there. So like, I yeah, I'm I'm there with you where I'm like, I wish everything was everywhere. Like really, like from a consumer perspective, that's the best deal. Like if, if like Sony, like no, you know, don't but, like have exclusives, yes. just give but it then, everywhere. But then I don't get angry, you know, like whenever right. it's like, well, I can only play Mario on Nintendo. Right. I don't, you know what I mean? Well, but I mean, if that was everywhere, I'd be even happier because like more people can play this game, but that totally. just isn't the like reality. That isn't right. like where, where these companies have been, have been, you know, yeah. for how however many years that's, that's why not necessarily like, where we're headed either it, yeah and so like i uh, that's where i just, i see both sides of it i'm like okay yes 
uh, like it's going to be. I mean, I play with some PlayStation um, friends who play PlayStation on uh, on Call of Duty and crossplay, and um, and it's glorious. <laughs> it's not necessarily. It's it's fine. It's fine yeah. because you you get in the in game chat and like and, you know like all that kind of stuff. Um, it's like if all of a sudden I couldn't play with them anymore because they're not on the same platform, that would suck. Yeah, that'd be a bummer. I also like wonder if like, okay, you know, there's, there, I'm sure, and that's what I'm saying, I think there's probably some missing information here or like, I think there's there's probably a world in which, hey, maybe something like a war zone that always remains cross-platform, but then sure. like the, you know, they're, they're de-annualizing Call of Duty anyway, so like maybe the bigger like, campaigns or something those are all like exclusive which you know i don't know i think there's probably some like different versions of what we think's happening here sure yeah and 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 it like i said if if the acquisition goes through and it's all good like that is fully within the the like the right of the company to be like hey i'm gonna put this wherever i want and not wherever i don't want and like playstation is just like out of luck at that point. Like, and all those players yeah. are just out of luck. Does it like, is that, is that really not cool for those gamers? Like, yeah, it really feels bad. You know, it would feel bad, but it is like, that's just how it is. And so like, it, there is this element of like playing to like the, you know, the, the people who are like looking at them being like, Oh, this is a bad thing that they're buying, buying, you know, Activision or whatever, like the gamers, the consumers, as well as like the regulatory agency saying like, Oh man, cause is this going to be a bad thing? And then them reassuring them, those, those people and saying like, Oh no, no, it's all fine. It's all fine. Whenever it's like, okay, it's all fine f- for, for now. <laughs> so I don't know. It's uh, it, it is kind of one of those, uh, this is a, this, they're trying to be, both things like they're trying to like oh yeah we have this exclusive studio as well as our cool with all the people who want every game everywhere so i don't know there's uh i don't know how this plays out in the end there i think you're right there has to be something here that that is is not being communicated or is like behind the scenes some some type of of uh of element that we're missing and i mean like i said i, I there's I don't see this deal not going through. So it's like, this is just how reality is going to be. And if they decide in three years to not put a call of duty on PlayStation, that's just going to be what it is. And it's going to be a bummer um, because it's going to reduce player numbers and all sorts of stuff. But man, it'll be what it is, man. (laughs) That's true. It will be what it is. Jim Ryan and, and, and Phil Spencer can say all they want, I guess, is like, but like at the end of the day, it's the actions that we'll end up looking at and being like, well, was this a good deal for us? Right. I mean, and that's why, like, I don't, you know, I, I, I think there's some kind of posture in here. There's some kind of negotiation that, that I don't know. There's something, it, things don't add up or, or feel normal. And I'm like, there, you know, something's going on. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I would. I do wonder if it's like okay, uh, this is this is for three years, and then we'll revisit the contract at, at you know at the end of right. that time. Because you know, you think about like um, you know, like actors on a sitcom. Let's put it in a different thing. You know, they'll always be like, I don't know if I'm coming back in, you know, uh, for sure. season twenty nine. <laughs> like, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and it's because like okay, well, they're they're still negotiating. 
you know, their their contract. Like, why would they say they're for sure coming back? Right. You know, right. like. Yeah, I mean, what was it in the MCU? It was always like Robert Downey. It's like, oh, was this Robert Downey's last uh, last movie? Was this Robert Downey's last movie? Right. Yes, every time because he was on a single movie contract at each time. Yeah, because they hadn't because they hadn't yet gotten into the like ten movies. You're signed on for life. You know? Right. Uh, and and so like I, you know I don't know I don't know something something's going on. Yeah, yeah. I, it's likely that <laughs> that all of this is just beyond like beyond you know what what we will ever know about because like if it yeah. is that type of a situation and it's like you know Phil's like oh I got the gamers on my side like I'm gonna put this everywhere and then you know Jim Ryan's like well we need to get the gamers off of their side like yeah the only three years you know right yeah and that okay yeah you're right I didn't I didn't even <laughs> thought about that like what if he's just trying to backstab you know, I mean it's and, and they're both doing it <laughs> yeah. Because simultaneously, yeah, he's like, I'm the good I guy, and then, I get- and then Jim Ryan's like, "No, he's the bad guy." And you're yeah. like, "Who do I, who do I listen to here?" Yeah. What's uh, which? To be fair, the the company that is that has a better record of <laughs> yeah of of doing good things like this, yeah. it would be Microsoft. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is like I don't think anyone here is like telling untruths where it's like, okay, yeah, Microsoft, you know, like right. they do, they have put Minecraft on everything. Like they continue to put it yeah, out on Jim mo- didn't new say, platforms. He, didn't, he, he, is, he was very careful in there saying, he didn't yeah. say, the, Phil Spencer told me no more Call <laughs> after of three. Duty after three years. Yeah. He didn't he say that. He just three years, the three years included in, in three the- three uh, years. Yeah, he talked about the three years being inadequate. <laughs> that was in the contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so I don't think anybody's any, – no one's, like, outright, like, misleading anyone here. It's just, like – it just feels like we're just spe- – well, I guess the, no one's outright lying here. They're just misleading us. <laughs> yeah, we're just, they're, just pick, yeah, they're just picking and choosing what they're saying, the truths that they're saying. Right, and it's just like, ah, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, um, we'll, uh, we'll keep you apprised of the situation as it develops as we know more right here and stay in Target. I'm excited for this – this year's release, Modern Warfare 2. I loved Modern Warfare 1. That was also I'm I'm excited for Warzone 2 because Modern Warfare uh, 1 was the uh, was the genesis oh, of that's right. of uh, uh, yep of um why can't I Warzone, why can't I, Warzone. and uh, and so I'm uh, I'm excited to see what happens. You can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com <laughs> on social at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven. And at Stay on Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.